Hello, Fight Insight fans, viewers, and listeners of the Filipino podcasting machine, Prince D. And with me, as always, the man formerly known as Timbo Slice, Timmy B. Before we start, please take a moment to subscribe to us on YouTube and hit that bell. If you'd like to support the show, check out MiddaySquares.com and save 15% by using code FIGHTINSIGHT15. On today's episode, we talk to BJJ Phenom attacking the world of MMA, talk about a boxing event Tim went to, break down UFC, Sikorian versus Gamrot, and a whole lot more. Tim, hit it. It's Timmy All right, today we welcome the most decorated guest in Fight Insight history. The Brazilian jiu-jitsu legend is known the world over as one of the greatest competitors of our time. And as you can see on her Instagram, in the eyes of her students, she's one of the greatest and most loved professors of their young lives. This IBJJF World World Masters Pan American and European Open Champion now has her sights set on the MMA world and recently signed a four-fight deal with LFA where she's already gone 2-0. With her next fight coming up on July 8th in Phoenix, Arizona, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Jenna One-N-Bisha! Hi, thank you. <laughs> How you doing, Jenna? I'm good. Good, good. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it and the opportunity to speak with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, just before we started, Prince kind of got on to something. Mm -hmm. And he was going to ask you a question. I stopped him. Okay. Prince, tell Jenna the name of our podcast. When we were thinking up ideas for our podcast, Jenna, this was one of the worst ideas Prince had. Okay. Okay. Prince, so, tell her the name of the podcast. So we were gonna go with Feb twenty two. Ooh, I mean, I would like that. <laughs> and the reason, Prince, Tim's birthday is February twenty two. My birthday is February twenty two, and, and your my birthday is February twenty two. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cool! How crazy is that? What are the odds of that, man? You want to you want to see what uh, even more crazier moment right now in fight inside history, Jen? What year? Uh, I don't want to say. <laughs> How dare you <laughs> ask, <laughs> Jen? You and I have the same it's birth same date, exact... birth year. Oh, that's so nuts! That is You're the crazy. second person that I know with the exact same birthday date, like year and everything oh. i went to a high school with a girl that was like we were born on the same day that's <laughs> so crazy, crazy. Wow. Hey, yeah. hey, can we start can we start at like a whatsapp group or something yeah like we a, should Feb group? that would be yeah. amazing yeah. i just love the coolest it. people just the coolest people jenna it's so weird because when we were thinking of names for the podcast we we didn't know that our birthdays were the same day and then we suddenly realized it like what are the odds and then as i'm doing the research for your for this podcast it shows up that you're February 22nd. I was like, what the it's hell? It's a great day. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Jenna, you made the transition recently after like all your accolades in jujitsu and like all the things that you've done around the world is crazy. Um, I was reading that you were helping Kat Zingano train for her Bellator fight. And that's kind of during the pandemic time. That's kind of what pushed you into doing MMA. Yeah, I think that was kind of the thing that finally tipped me over to doing to trying it. Um, I was just helping. Um, I had uh, we have the same like wrestling coach, and he was. I was training with him to get ready for 
ADCC and um, just some some jujitsu tournaments. And then um, he brought me in to help Kat out and to be a training partner for her. And I wound up cornering Kat for her first Bellator fight. And um, just through that, like I've always wanted to do it. Like I'm, my husband, I always tell him like, I want to fight at least once. I just want to do one MMA fight because he started out doing MMA and then just jujitsu was like our, both of our loves. Mm. So I wanted that to happen. And then, you know, there was always just, you know, jujitsu is my focus. And I knew that if I started MMA, I would have to take a little bit of the step back from jujitsu. And I was never really willing to give that up. Right. But I think the pandemic and then helping cat and being around like high level, like competitors, like really just like, like spark something in me. I'm like, okay, it's time. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it at least once and see, you know? And so I just decided to start training and like, I'm really, really loving it. No, and look, it's amazing. And look at that two and oh, like you come on, like, here we yeah. go. Right? That's amazing. Yeah. It's two been and hard and to get fights though. Oh. Is it? And so why is that? Because people don't want to take on the, jujitsu master yeah i think that's i think that's kind of a big part of it you know just having so much experience in jujitsu and then it's just you know having a record that's like you know oh and oh to begin like it was like brand new so it's like you know there's so much own unknown and then you see all i have is jujitsu accolades and then um and then now being like two and oh it's even like okay well yeah, they're like, damn still it. don't want to take that risk. You know, a lot of people are trying to protect their records, pad the records, yeah. and like, but if yeah. you want to fight, just fight. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. What did you, I mean, and so you're in San Diego now, and for yeah. fans of the podcast, it's funny because just coincidentally, we've had so many San Diegoans. Mm -hmm. I don't know, what, what do you call it? San Diegoite? San Diegans? San Diegans. So yeah. we had, we had uh, Tyler Schaefer, who you train with. Yes. Janae Harding, who you also train with. Mm -hmm. And um, we had a young girl who was out in the San Diego area, Victoria Mackey. She's mm -hmm. friends with Tai Shea through like Instagram and stuff. And I was telling uh -huh. her, like, oh, you got to go train there. She's a Kaju Kendo fighter. Oh, okay. And so she's a young girl. So hopefully maybe one day she'll get to meet yeah. you as well. Yeah. But um, what was the what was the hardest thing about transitioning into MMA? Or was there anything? Um, I mean, not really. Like... <sighs> I guess for me, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm brand new with striking. Like that's like, wow. I, when I first started, um, training jujitsu, I was doing a little bit of boxing or kickboxing. Um, but it turned into more, the class that I was taking turned more into like a cardio kickboxing class. And I was like, well, that's not what I want to do. And then <laughs> I just split off into jujitsu. So, um, for years, you know, I hadn't done any striking and that was a thing that I'm like, obviously that's what I need to be working on the most right now. Cause, um, in my wrestling, you know, I, which I've always had decent wrestling. I never wrestled like outside of just like practicing with my jujitsu people. Like, and I had yeah. a lot of teammates coming in the, up, coming from the Midwest. We had a lot of like really high level wrestlers that would come in the gym and train with us. So I got a lot of experience with that, but that's the thing that for me, I'm like, I have to be sharp on my takedowns and my wrestling, because if I can't get it to the ground, 
then right. I can't use my, my best stuff, you know? So it's like, that's a bit of focus. And then, you know, just having my originally, I'm like, I just want to have striking good enough that I can defend myself to get close enough to somebody to take them down. So, yeah. and it's been fun. Like, it's really, it's nice to be like, um, like a student again in a lot of ways. Cause sure. I've been teaching and, and I've been a competitor for a long time, but just learning and be brand new at something is kind of fun. No, it's amazing. And then I, I'll tell you, so if you don't already follow Jenna Bishop on Instagram, you follow at Jenna Bishop BJJ, one N in Jenna. We made a mistake on one of your posters, Jenna. We had to correct it very quickly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, follow Jenna. Jenna, you do amazing videos that show like a lot of jujitsu takedowns mm -hmm. that I'm like, holy crap, like, can she actually do this in the cage would be insane because there's things where like people have your back and people, whatever, and you're doing amazing throws and, and twists that I've never seen in an MMA yeah. fight before. So I'm very excited to see if you're able to pull these things off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I really hope I can. I, I hit a lot of the stuff that, like that I'm drilling. I hit it in practice a lot. Um, sometimes I don't have to go to the the fanciest things because my like you know the the basics work first you know that's always what you're trying the to begin with but um there's some stuff i mean i um justin flores is my my wrestling and judo coach and he is like just a wizard with all that stuff and it, he blends jujitsu wrestling and judo together so seamlessly it's oh. really really fun like learning from him and um just getting like adding new tools to the to you know to my arsenal and i there's some really cool stuff that we've been working i'm like i really want to hit this like so bad yeah no it's crazy now you went into lfa which is amazing two and oh now already in lfa you're a flyweight and that is going to be the weight class that you'll stick with flyweight that's you yeah yeah were you at all being considered for or were you considering tough 30 because right now um, they've got the season going on would that have yeah. been something you'd be interested in oh it was mentioned to me um mm. it was brought up by my management but it really wasn't something that i wanted to do is it <laughs> is it the reality aspect or is it that you feel like no, i'm not gonna say this in a mean way but like that you're above it um like you're already biggest, a star the biggest deterrent for me is that like um like i'm not doing this to get like the fame, the hype that like, I'm not like, that's not what's important to me. I just want to be the best. And so for me, I, and like, I don't know that I, I didn't want to do six weeks away from my, right. my family, like my husband, my dogs, like my training, my coaches. And it's like, I didn't know who the coaches were going to be. And that's like a thing. I'm just like, there's a lot of risk. So I needed to, I need to get a certain amount of fights because for me to be able to move on to the next level, like I have to have, like, they required me that I needed like at least three or four fights to be like even eligible. And so oh, with okay. like with tough, it would be a great opportunity, but I like those fights don't count on your record on the show. Yes, right. So mm -hmm. it would be, and then the, the finale is not until August. So it's like that whole part of the year. It's like, there's a lot of risk of like, what if I get hurt doing the show? What mm -hmm. if I, I don't know. So, the biggest thing though is like, I don't know. I just, it wasn't something that I felt was the right move for me. Yeah, that's okay. I thought you were going to say you're just not good at keeping secrets. 
<laughs> that that would kill me, right? Like you know that you've won the thing or that you're in I the know. finals. But you I mean, I already me. like I know a lot. I know a lot of information about that already. So mm. and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> we may know some information as well, Jenna. So don't don't worry. Um, there's uh, something I want to ask you. Coaching children mm -hmm. is a big thing that you do. It's amazing. The kids love you. My yeah. goodness, right? And uh, so I just wanted to ask, you know, coaching, that's always going to be something that you do. And it's a and it's a passion of yours. You love coaching the kids. I do. I've been I basically since I've been in a coaching role since I was a blue belt in jujitsu, because mm. I was out of necessity, like I was in the Midwest, and we started a women's program. And I was kind of like started teaching then and then helping um, with kids classes and things like that. But I, I do enjoy teaching. I love, um, that's like something that I know a lot of people are like, you need it. You're going to have to like give up like coaching and teaching, you know, if you want to like, if you're going to be doing this like full time. And I'm like, I know like at some point that I might have to take a step back from it, but I don't think I ever want to like completely give it up because I have such good relationships with all the kids that I, in the, in the women that I teach and, it's something that I don't know that I could completely like separate myself from. I no, ne never give it up, Jenna. You yeah. see, you see how those kids are like looking at yeah. you. It's the cutest thing, Prince. Like the way that the kids look at you and they respect you and that you're someone that they can look up to as a role model. Like it's such yeah. a cool thing. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. we had, we had uh, raging Panda, Julia Avila on the podcast and she's coaching her thing, right? She's yeah. UFC yeah. fighter, top contender, and, and she's still doing her yeah. thing. So nah, don't give it up. You, you yeah, sometimes this. it's like, yeah, I'm like, I can give up like in camp, maybe teaching less, taking a little bit of a break, but I don't want to give it up. Like I, I, I really love like the kids that I teach and there's some that make it really difficult sometimes, but <laughs> the ones that, <laughs> that make it like fun, like are, makes it totally worth it. <laughs> In general, like, what kind of coach are you? Are you the, like, you know, the laid back kind of coach? Or no, you just, mean, uh, like, harsh. mean, like, harsh, like, oh, get on. I am the more laid back coach. Like, I want to, like, have fun, but I also, like, try and keep it. So I always, like, yell at my kids. And I was like, don't make me use my mom voice. I don't like it. Like, yeah. <laughs> when I have to get that, I'm like, I don't like it. Like, so, you know, there's times where you, I mean, you, it's kind of hard to strike that balance sometimes. Like, you have to figure that out because too laid back then they walk all over you they take advantage so it's kind of has to be like in the middle but i like to have fun with them like i'm always teasing and joking with them so just try and be really relatable and um like just like but not but still keep it on task so we're learning you know yeah yeah of course now we've talked about this on the podcast a few times because of examples we've seen at our gym or things that we see on tv and whatnot how do you deal with difficult parents when parents are too aggressive? Do you know what I mean? Like where parents yeah. seem very involved and they're like yelling at their kids and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'd love to know how you deal with that situation or if you've had to. I mean, honestly, I feel I'm really, really lucky. Like I have fantastic parents for the most part. There are that's the thing with, with coaching kids most of the time is the parents are the hardest thing to deal with um, because they overstep and like, you don't know what you're talking about. Stop telling them what to do. Like it's mine. Right. So I will like, you know, like just try and be polite and be like, look, like when they're on the mat, they're 
they're my responsibility. Like I need you to be quiet so that I can do my job. Um, and just try and frame it from that aspect to them is just like, and I know like a lot of times, like the other coaches and instructors will just like tell parents, like, you're not allowed to coach. You're not allowed to be around like, and it for the most part works, but I have like really good parents where sometimes I'm like yelling at their kids because they're messing up and I'll look, look over, like, are they going to be mad or something like that? (laughs) And then most of the time they're like, do what you got to do. Like I have much, most of my like parents are, have been that way where they're like, whatever you need to do to get them to listen to like, if they're not paying attention, whatever you got to do. Like, so I always tell them, I was like, your parents have given me permission to beat you and you guys, they signed a waiver. So <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> nice. nice. No, that's good. Jen. And I know like, you know, I can only imagine like the kind of environment that you're creating in your gym is one of like respect and discipline mm-hmm. and that kind of uh, environment that you create for the children then reflects onto how the parents see that environment as well, right? If you let mm-hmm. it run amok, then the parents can feel whatever. But if you're running a structured thing, so congratulations, that's good yeah. for you. Thank you. Um, I'm going to show you a quick video. Okay. And this is something that has blown up on the internet today. Uh, people seem okay. Well, I'm going to let you be the judge and you tell me what you think. This okay. is a girl training Muay Thai and this is a uh, super girl Jarun Sack. She fights over in 1FC. I don't know if you know her, mm-hmm. Supergirl. Okay. Here's her a video that 1FC put out. Okay. okay. So they put it on their social media. Huh. Have you seen that before no today? Way to get your fighter injured. Okay. Jenna, that's what I think. So yeah. for, for the people that are on audio only, obviously come on over to YouTube, go on uh, Spotify, watch the video version, or go on our Instagram. You'll see it on our stories. Supergirl is throwing a kick to a guy holding pads, and there's a guy behind her that trips her out, takes her leg out from under her. I would be so mad if that happened to me. Like, I know that there's a lot of times that the coach holding pads will do stuff like that to yes. trip you off. You yeah. can see it though. That's like, right, and and never, you're meant to block it. You're and that's you're meant to be a teaching. Never gonna be in a fight where somebody, like, mm-hmm. unless it's on the streets, where somebody comes up behind you while you're doing something. That's like, and there's so many things that you could fall wrong. You could hurt your legs, uh, your knees, whatever. That makes me. That's irresponsible in my opinion (laughs) crazy right yeah jenna we put it on our instagram and i said you know do you think that this is okay like i'm asking people like i show the video and i say do you Mm -hmm. think it's okay it's right now it's at 50 50 people that think it's okay it's hilarious Mm -hmm. and then not a fan could seriously hurt someone yeah i mean if she's okay cool it's funny but first time like but like (laughs) There's, I mean, that's like, I mean, uh, no, I would just be irritated because I'm like, don't mess me up. And especially like, you don't like nobody, you're never a hundred percent when you're like in, when you're training, like there's always little bangs and injuries and things like that. So it's like that could, you know, you could fall wrong. You could injure yourself. There's just too much room for like things to go very, very bad. So I think it's irresponsible. Not only that, but she's a professional. Mm-hmm. So if you hurt yeah. this professional, you could be taking money out of her pocket. She might mm-hmm. not be able to compete. Something could go bad. Like that's her livelihood. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you do it to Prince and I, ah, what's the worst oh. that happens? You know, who cares? Yeah, you yeah. were off of work for three weeks. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Or I'm still doing my desk job thing. anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I was not a fan. So Jenna, no. you at your gym, you're not sweeping the legs out from under your kids from behind them? Maybe I might. They're kids. They, they're resilient. <laughs> They've got green stick fractures. They just bend their bones. Yeah, they they're just snap. very, very bendy. No, not from behind. They That's the thing that I have to work and I have to like kind of get on them about is because they'll come and jump on me when I'm like not paying attention. I'm like, okay, like I'm really sore today. You can't do that. Don't just jump and grab my neck and pull me backward. Like they right, do that right, to me, right. but I don't usually do it to them. Yeah. <laughs> I do keep them, but they have to be like the at me. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you know what? Just to be the devil's advocate, right? Um, in Thai culture, they, in, in Muay Thai in itself, the training is so tough that, you know, for them to relax and, you know, take, you know, stress off of their shoulders just to goof off, right? And you could see them just tripping each other, you know. No, they're but really Prince, they're, she, the guy's tripping her from behind. Yeah, but, you know, like, if you look closely, Tim, I don't know. It's almost like she... Like Jenna, we're gonna play it one more time, like, Jenna. Let's just, look at was... look at the leg. Look at the leg. It's almost like she's okay. And hold on, and notice the video ends before you see her reaction. Like you never see yeah. her laugh it off or do anything. So yeah. I, God knows. But okay, one more time, Prince. Here you go. Ah, she's poking at her ankle and it gives out he didn't even like sweep her it looked like he pushed her leg like, towards like him. pushed like, it in yeah, yeah. but it's mm. she's light on the leg. i mean she's light on it because she's on her like toe but still that's no well, i don't like it because it's just like it, but i don't like it's like if you have that relationship with your coach or your mm. training partners then maybe it might be different like maybe she's used to like those kind of antics and obviously she's being silly before like mm -hmm. dancing and then throwing a kick. So maybe it was a planned thing. Yeah. Like if it was, if it was planned. If she knew about it, like that there was something going to happen, then okay. But still. Yeah, but it's like you still never know how you're going to fall <laughs> yeah. if you're getting tripped from behind. It's one thing to see it coming. Yeah. But if you don't see it coming. You got it to break falls. <laughs> I guess. Jenna, there's another thing that I'm really mad at. And this one I'm mad at you. Okay. What happened to your podcast? Where is not fighting? Oh my God. It has been so hard to like keep up with it. Like that was the thing like me and my husband, well, my husband has like a real job. He's the CEO or CMO of a tech company. And so oh, life okay. has been really, really stressful. And so like we would record on Sundays because it's the only time off, but it just like got really, really hard to like maintain and keep up with it so we for a long time we're like oh we got to get back to it we got to get back to it so it's probably not gone forever but at this point with me focusing on like fighting and him doing like working full-time and he's his life is like his work has been crazy busy so it's just like to add something else that we have to do it's been really hard so we are on a break at the moment, but right. <laughs> I don't think it'll be gone forever because I really do enjoy, like I, like I enjoyed doing it and it's not that hard. It's pretty fun to just sit and chat with my husband about, and you know, <laughs> talk yeah. like trash on a lot of things, but <laughs> no, but Jenna, I, okay. So we did get a lot of fan questions saying, where's the not fighting podcast. Oh dang! So, so okay. people were saying like, where the hell is it? I used to enjoy, I, well, I did do slash did, enjoy it i thought you guys okay. did a really good job and okay. the and the worst is that you left it off with the one right before you went into your first fight 
Oh, for real? I, well, that was the last one. Like, I think the last one oh. was like right in your first fight. So okay. definitely the ask is from the fans, okay. from ourselves. Like, we'd love to see more of that, even if it's not okay. that regular. But every now and then, give us okay. updates because we loved it. It was really great. And okay. uh, and I get your dog do in there. We could do a semi-regular yeah, thing. Yeah, Maybe like try and find a schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, that was an ask. And I will ask uh, one more question. I know we're going a little bit long on time. One fan question. I have to ask this one. This is a very good question. Think long and hard before you answer. Don't mess this okay. up. I do not know what the answer will be. <laughs> Who is your favorite sister? This is from at Shay Welker. <laughs> it's not her. <laughs> <laughs> do I have to edit that out? What, what? No, no, no. Because she, she, I was wondering why she texted me yesterday asking uh when is that podcast when is your podcast and i was like why do you care like i don't know it's about fighting. like she doesn't want me to fight so oh okay say, um yeah she was like stressed out didn't want me to have a fight before she had her she just recently had a baby and so oh. i was just like i was like if i fight i'm gonna fight you'll be fine like sorry yeah. but she luckily got her wish and i didn't have didn't have anything booked but i will just say that I don't have a favorite. How many? How many siblings do you have? I have three sisters. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So this was coming. In. And first yeah. of all, Jenna, I don't like that answer. What do you mean? Who cares when this podcast is coming out? Your sister may be our greatest new fan. She may well, love this podcast. I just know I know what she pays attention to, and it's not oh. fighting usually. So that's no. why I was like, <laughs> why? Why are you asking? If my youngest sister would have asked me, maybe because she would follow that more. Or all right, like, all right. Either of my other sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and Jenna, you, are you the middle? I'm the oldest. Oldest, okay. Oh, yeah. the boss. All right, yeah. well, you're the boss. Yeah. So uh, I've had different favorites at different points in my life. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, Prince, before we let Jenna go, is there anything that you want to ask her or say? Hey, Jenna, listen, you are part of the Feb 22 Club. If we yes. decide to start our own, our, 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 in a, another podcast, it'd be Feb 22 times three yeah and have that other person from high school find that person too and have them on i will are, do you, are, wait do you still talk to that person the um, other 22 no i'm not like but i i'm like i see stuff on social media every once in a while from her so all right all right well when we I start could, it up we'll get her going her. Yeah, yeah okay good good <laughs> <laughs> jenna uh before we let you go is there anything that you want to say to friends families mm. your supporters fans um I'm fighting July 8th in Phoenix for LFA. So hopefully everybody can catch it. My fight, I don't know if I'll be on Fight Pass or if it'll, I don't know if, where I'm at on the card yet. So it'll be either on their Facebook page or Fight Pass, I believe. And follow me on IG, uh, Jenna Bishop, BJJ. And yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Jenna, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Um, beyond LFA, are you looking for the title at LFA? Like, what's the overall goal? Just one last thing before you go. Well, hopefully after this fight, if all goes well, I'll have opportunities. I'm trying to get on Contender Series after this. Oh, nice. So, awesome. yeah, that's like my goal. So, We'll see what happens, but um, yeah, got to take it well, one Jen fight at a time. 
Well, Jenna, if you look behind you, that uh, belt stand still missing an extra belt. So I know I need it. That's like a, um, some, two some more. There's belt. two. There's two empty there's two slots. Two spots. There's two spots. Yeah, that's like temporary. We just moved into a new house in this my husband's office, and it's kind of not finished set up. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no worries. Well, Jenna, we greatly appreciate it. when you do uh, have your upcoming contender fight, when you have whatever comes next in your career, we'll always be fans of yours. We'll always be huge supporters of you. Uh, hopefully one day we can have you back on the podcast, maybe holding a title. Who knows? Yes, that'd be All dope. Right. <laughs> All right. Congratulations. All the best to you. Good luck in everything that you do. Your, your career is amazing and very inspiring to everybody. So thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. See you later, Jenna. Bye-bye. Okay. Movie magic. Oh, wow. What an amazing interview. What do you think, Tim? <laughs> that sounded very scripted. Yeah. Amazing time in with Jenna Bishop. Um, what a treat to have her on. She is, I mean, I didn't go through it in the interview, but she is a BJJ legend, like mm -hmm. a legend, legend. I've rhymed off her accomplishments in the intro. Uh, you don't realize what a massive powerhouse she is in BJJ. One question I didn't ask her, Prince. Mm -hmm if she took anything from Mackenzie Dern's transition into MMA. Oh, okay. I'm very impressed with Mackenzie Dern. I do love her. Uh, the way her striking has evolved, but it's to the point where Mackenzie Dern, when she started, she would just throw haymaker. She still does because she's like, eh, what are you going to yeah. do? <laughs> I'm going to catch you with one of these, Cat. right? What are you going to do? And then what are you going to do? You're, you're going to take me down? Yeah, good luck. Right? So like I have free flow to just throw haymakers mm. because if what are you going to do you take me down i'm going to submit you and that's yeah. what we've seen her do so uh jenna bishop now since we recorded this because we recorded that last week or when is this coming out we recorded that almost two weeks ago from when this gets released um prince here is the fight that she's got the poster came out just recently. Yeah. So this is the Friday, July 8th poster for LFA Bishop versus Santos. That's Launa Santos. She's 3-0. and Here she is, Prince, signing her contract. You're welcome, Prince. Oh, thank you, Tim. Appreciate that. Are you that. looking at the contract? Yes, I am. I am. Are you okay. looking at the contract? Yeah, LFA contract. Prince, uh, that's going to be an interesting fight. Look, she said on the podcast... Hey, they're you know they gotta find me opponents. Well, here comes this girl that's three and zero. This is no schlub. So, yep. um, but Jenna has been on our podcast. We are yeah. fans of Jenna, and she's Kick putting ass, Jenna. That's it, Jenna. Listen, one end, Jenna. One end, um, Jenna. Well, you know they're they're you know someone's gonna take an L. Yeah. It's not gonna if, be our Jenna. If you are here uh, for the podcast because of Jenna, thank you so much. If you're her sister watching, that, <laughs> let's not kid. You're her favorite sister. Uh, thank you so much for the question. That was funny. And uh, no, I, and you know, stick with us, man. Uh, lots of great episodes in the past uh, mm -hmm. that you can go back and watch. Lots of great interviews. Always someone cool on the podcast. And uh, in the future, we've got great guests coming up. I think next week is Fight Week international fight week and i believe from some hotel bed somewhere we should have five time five time five time five time five time brian bam bam barbarina brian oh bam gosh. bam barbarina you know he's not even family of the podcast he's just like the 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 offspring of the podcast 
Oh, now he's our our baby. We had a baby together. Yeah, we have to. That's what it is. <laughs> That's the uh, next so I. I think, I think, I think, I think, cross fingers, next week is Brian Bam Bam Barbarina. So that's going to be very exciting. He's fighting Robbie Lawler. Good God, that's a fight. Uh, Our good friends at MMA Social Squad, they've made a poster for him. I have not shown him yet. Wow. Wow. Barbarina Barbarina versus Lawler poster. They've done posters for him before, so this one uh, we decided to do a fight poster. So that's pretty cool. Uh... What are we going to talk about today, Prince? Let's talk about that boxing event that you went to, Tim. Hmm. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Here we go, Tim. Now, go, Prince go does not time. know. Prince does not know this story. But so, no. Prince, you can ask me whatever the hell questions you want. Okay. So, I go to a boxing event. It was at a local boxing gym. It was mm-hmm. an all-female boxing event. And I was there to support a girl that I know, who I love dearly. Uh, you could say that I love her like a sister. <laughs> She's your sister. I, I love her like a sister. Um, she yeah, was fighting. Prince, mm-hmm. there's a lot of drama leading up to this. Okay. I did not like the videos that she was putting out. I thought the coach was not training her properly okay i'm gonna be honest i thought i thought the technique was a little bit suspicious Mm -hmm. she does not train at a gym like like a boxing gym or like a mixed martial arts gym like she normally trains private lessons yeah okay fine cool no problem but then she says okay i'm gonna go fight and i'm like oh okay now, cool. I did make mention. I said, "Hey, you know, if it's your first fight, mind you, this person is uh, late thirties, late late thirties, as late thirty as you could get." I said, "Well, if you're gonna fight someone and you're in your late late thirties, you got to fight someone close to your age." Okay. Do you believe that's true, Prince? That you should have to fight someone close to your age when you're? Yeah, it should be in the same age bracket at least. Give or take. I mean, that's. I think it's only fair. So what are for you your, for your first fight, right? Yeah. Okay. So to that, I I was met with a little bit of skepticism or questioning, like, why? Okay. What does that matter? And I'm like, dude, I'm 45, and when I spar guys that are like in their early 30s, mm-hmm. I'm not a professional. If I'm a professional, it's different. I'm not a professional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when I'm sparring against people that there's a significant age difference, you can tell, man. You can mm. tell, right? Um, so I said, okay, well, that, oh, no, I don't think that matters. Okay. Um, then the week of the fight, I find out that the opponent is 18 years old. Oh, my gosh. I haven't what? told you this, right? Did I tell you that? That was 18? Maybe I told you it was 18. 18 years old, Prince. So what do you think of that? Uh, there's a massive age gap. Yeah, huge, less huge more than more than half. Yeah, yeah, more, more than, than half. And um, you know what? I, I worry. You know, okay. like, you know, it's kind of scary. So then, I'm like, okay. I hope people can stick with me through the story. Trust me, this is pretty good. Yeah, pretty already, good. it's already it's fantastic. I'm <laughs> wordsmithing this bitch. <laughs> then, then, Prince, we get to the event. No, sorry. Before we get to the event. 
she says something like, oh yeah, well, it's an amateur fight. Hmm. And I'm like, well, no, it's not an amateur fight. It's like a demo or an exit or what we would call an exhibition. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, 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 it's an amateur fight. I'm like, no, if it's an amateur fight, you'd have to get medicals done. Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah, I got medicals done. What organization is sanctioning an actual amateur fight against what I perceive to be two O and O fighters, but one of them is 18 and the other one is 39. Oh my like, gosh. Like, that's so insane. I reach out to a former guest of ours who is a UFC level striking coach without okay. naming any names. And he says, someone should get slapped. Like he's like, there's no freaking way that should get sanctioned. Okay. Is there going to be like legal implications after we like, like, you know, produce this or send this against out? Against like, who? Against us? Yeah. Now we. <laughs> Why? Why us? I'm just kidding. There may be oh, like, people well, might get mad, but look, nobody yeah, knows. Yeah. And the person I'm talking about doesn't watch this podcast anyways. Hmm. So, okay. So then I'm like, it's an amateur fight. So here's my problem, Prince. If you go into an amateur fight, if you go into a demo fight mm-hmm. right, or an exhibition, whatever you want to call it in your local area. And one person starts beating the crap out of the other mm-hmm. or is definitely outclassing the other. What happens in a demo fight, Prince? We stop or even if in a demo fight, actually, they they would go up to them and say, you know, what, slow it down a little bit. You know, take it easy. You yes. Know, demo fight. Right. Or if it's really bad and the person's not throwing any punches, then maybe they'll call it off. OK, it's a mismatch. Right. But I mean, uh. give it a chance. Right. So, yes. And and thank you, man, because we did not plan this. So I didn't know what how you were going to answer that. But yes, that's in my brain of, of of my 10, 20 years of experience in martial arts. Yes. If it's a mismatch and it's a demo or an exhibition, they will go to the other person and go, hey, dude, chill it down. Cool yeah. it off. Blah blah blah. This is an exhibition. This is just for sh- for show, for mm-hmm. um, for skill. Blah blah blah. And if you're whooping the ass of the other person, eh, just lay off and just let them mm-hmm. kind of throw a few and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just an exhibition. Six minutes. People aren't gonna fucking demand a refund. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Nope. It's an amateur fight, Prince. Which means my friend is going in there, and if the other girl starts to beat the shit out of her, the ref is just gonna go, okay. Let it, let it be. Until you quit or until you get knocked out mm-hmm. or until the ref says this is a TKO stoppage. Yeah. Right. So I am not keen on this. Right. Like I'm like, Mm-mm. yeah, that's not good. First amateur fight. Oh my gosh. Then, and also I'm thinking like an 18 year old is doing this because they want to become something. Yeah. yeah. Like they want to go into Olympics or they want to go like fight professionally or, you know, something. And they want to sharpen their skills. And, but my and, friend, I don't think, has that overall goal because, well, you're mm-hmm. already past that time. Mm-hmm. Right? <sighs> okay, fine. Then the fight happens, Prince. Mm-hmm. What do you think happens? I have not told you what happens. Did I? Okay. I uh, no, no, you didn't. What do you think you, happens? Uh, I say your friend got, got demolished. you're such a jackass not demolished but it was bad polished yeah it was bad okay it was tough to watch okay what made it worse and now i'm already going in here with all this anger and all this problem 
right? Then I'm yeah. watching it happen. I'm like, holy fuck, right? The, <laughs> the girl goes in between rounds. She goes to sit in her corner. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry. Before this, walking to the ring, mm-hmm. one coach with her. Every single other fight had at least a minimum of two coaches in your corner. Okay. Two to three. Every single other fight on the card. There were 14 fights on the card. Every single fighter had two to three people in that in their corner. Yeah. This girl has one. And that's because you're not at a real gym. And your coach, quite frankly, is bullshit for signing you up for this fight. And fuck, there's not even a second person there. Because there's normally one person to like bring the stool and the water and the drinks. And then the yeah, other one yeah. is like the coach, right? And the one person does whatever while the other. Yeah. The whole night, that's what's happening. Not this girl. Oh my not God. Not only that, Prince. Okay, so then I noticed that right away. Like, why the fuck don't you have a second person? Yeah, to carry right? the bucket, the water. Here, even just to hold the fucking stuff. Right? Because I remember there was one fight I went to where I had to do that. I had to hold the water and the stuff for the person because the, the other people were busy. So they're like, okay, Tim, you do this for this guy. And then there were, there's been house shows where I did it for people. For Will, I think for Will I did it one time. You know? Because you need the two people. Not just for two different opinions as well or feedback, but just there's two Here people. That's just the fucking thing. Yeah. In between rounds. This is, and it doesn't go well right from the first round. In between rounds, the guy puts the the uh, chair in the cage in the, yeah. in the ring yeah he goes between the ropes and is like kind of behind her talking to her he doesn't even fucking get in the fucking ring oh my gosh man this is so oh now no i think after some time i think then he does go in but there's like a prolonged period where he's fucking outside the ring dude your fighter is sitting facing away from you so you're like over me. here, over their shoulder, you need to be in their face, calming them down, saying, breathe, three oh, deep breaths, give me deep breaths, calming God. them down, giving them a focal point for them to watch. They need to be looking straight into your eyes, into your face or into your chest or whatever, but focusing. Instead, she's sitting there after not a successful round, looking across the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta fucking freeze that fucking vision, and and let her re- regroup. And you know what? A part of it also is that you're looking at it, it's almost like that person's not fully committed. They're like halfway through. They're like halfway. It's not. So. It's so fucking bad, right? Wow. Three rounds go. Credit to the girl. She fucking survives. Credit mm-hmm. to the girl because I thought it's gonna stop. Or I thought um, the the or I thought if the coach threw in the towel, I was not going to be mad, mm-hmm. right? I think any fighter would be mad that their coach was in the towel, but it mm-hmm. could have gotten to that. Mm-hmm. Goes the full three rounds, whatever she loses, okay, fine, right? Credit to you for getting in the ring. Credit mm-hmm. for you fighting. Credit for you to train. For you to put yourself out there. For you to do all that. You did not quit. Mm-hmm. But your coach and your loved ones should not be putting you in those situations. And so to people listening to this podcast that are amateur fighters that are training or not amateur fighters, but that are training to be fighters or something like that, you need to be extremely smart about your coaches mm-hmm. who's in your corner and the fights that they choose for you. Uh, you know what? 
Timmy, I, I 100% agree with you. This just, you, my gosh, even listening to your story, just it's cringy. Like I, I, I feel something like in the back of my neck. Like it's so bad. I'm surprised you didn't go at the coach and said, "Hey, man, what are you doing? Like get in there, get inside the ring and coach." Um, okay. And you know what? Not, yeah, go ahead. It would have been hard for me to go at the coach because after the fight. It's like you perfectly segue me into this and you don't even know. After the fight, <laughs> she's at the back. Yeah. Uh, you know, calming down, cooling down, blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm. I see the coach standing around her with the hand wraps, like goofing around and fucking dancing. What? Like, to ch- I think to cheer her up or something. Now, mind you, I don't hear what's happening. I just see it gosh but he's like fucking dancing around and stuff and i'm like (sighs) even this is so unprofessional and i know we're talking about an amateur fight but you and i are professional podcasters i would say you know what i mean like you you take this you take pride in what you do Mm -hmm. he's fucking dancing around and stuff and i'm like what the fuck man oh my gosh even that to me shows like there's no reality to this situation yeah it was just a joke. It's almost like she. It's almost like a prank. It was like a walking prank. Like I, we walked them in and said, "Like, hey, prank! You're in a boxing match. We know you're gonna lose, and we're gonna laugh about but it." But let's just have fun. Let's blah blah. Yeah. Now, here's the thing: if you wanna have fun, if you wanna blah blah blah, go fight an exhibition. Go fight a demo. Yeah. yeah. Nobody yeah. should have put you in the situation where you are in a true amateur bout fighting someone less than half your age. Yeah. And you were obviously outclassed. Yeah. You were obviously not trained for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Of course, Prince. Of course, the girl puts out a statement after saying, "I wasn't able to do my game plan, but thank you to everyone that supported me." The same shit that everyone does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I get it. I get that you mean that. But if you don't have the uh, ability to look at this whole scenario. The all these things that I am saying now, if you don't have the ability to look at those things and realize this is fucked up, what just happened to me. Mm-hmm. I, I insanity to me, yeah. what happened, that whole thing, the whole prep leading up the, the, the actual fight and what happened after the fight, you need to, here it is, Prince. There's like I said, there's no way she's watching this. Nobody, anybody that she knows is watching this. You need to fire your coach. Fire the coach. A million percent, you need to fire your coach. That is, that is, there is no room for there, anything else. Fire your coach. Mm. Second thing, Prince, hook up with a better gym. Hook up with a true boxing gym. If you want to do this, you find a true gym, Mm -hmm. right? You train with those people. And you get a sense of what's happening and how mm-hmm. you are. Then you talk to your coaches who will gain your trust and gain your support and gain your, your faith. And they will determine where you go next. Yeah. Whether Absolutely. you fight a demo, you fight an exhibition or you stop fighting. Yeah. Right. And, and you train and you go to open mat, uh, jujitsu things, like or the equivalent of that for boxing, go to open sparring days, do whatever, find people spar, do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Prince. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and when you when people get into these open mats where they're like the you know open sparring um, yeah, sessions, yeah, yeah, they whatever terminal. The, yeah, they they look for the fighters that are even are you know eligible to go into even demos, right? Like, okay, you know what? That yes, person, yes, yes. Value, yep. So we'll pick that out, right? So, yep. um, you know, that should have been how the 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 process went. Like, that's how it should have went down for right, the fight, right? So that's how it should have gone down. But... Oh! Okay. I forgot something. Mm -hmm. Guess the weight. The, oh, differential. what? Guess the weight differential. Stop. They wait. They, they oh were... fuck! I told. Okay, I gotta oh, edit this out. Prince, guess the weight differential between the two fighters. I should give myself a little chop. chop. <laughs> guess okay. the weight differential. Okay, T ten pounds difference between the two. No, no, seven pounds. Oh, okay, Prince, the girl I know. Weighed mm. in seven pounds under the weight class. Do you want to know why? Take a guess why. I don't. I don't know. She um, doesn't have the muscle mass. Does she? No, 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 she, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Very, no, very fit, athletic, whatever. No, mm. was supposed to fight someone different. That person couldn't make the weight. Blah blah blah. Mm. So then they go. Oh, okay. Well, you can fight this girl, but she can only go down to this number, which is seven pounds above your weight. Now, if you're weighing in seven pounds under, that means you cut zero pounds, right? Yeah. Because why would you put yourself through a cut? That's it. Right? So, like, that's a so catch. This weight, girl, right? I don't mm -hmm. know what weight that fucking girl really was because she weighed in at the agreed upon weight, which was seven pounds over this girl's natural weight. Why so does your coach not fucking say, you know what? There's no girl your weight right now. We're going to hold on this. We'll wait till yeah. another girl comes in your weight. What oh is that God. decision? Yeah, that is so bad, Tim. Like, I thought I thought the horror was over. The nightmare was no, over. No, no, but forgot. that's, even, one more. that's <laughs> a huge one. That's Who's sanctioning? Like, there's, there's, no, there's no one in there that's like the worst of boxing sanction. Well, here's the thing. I guess if they it? sanction it at the weight class, though, they don't know that you're going to come in way under. That's like that's beyond the sanctioning time at that point, right? That's beyond the commission at that point. Yeah. Because no, you agree uh, to a weight. I mean. That's brutal. Um, Fire your coach. Find a true gym. Train. Let them tell you what's next. So, guys, just to let you know. Uh, you know, when we were introducing this whole segment, we we're going to talk. We we're going to say it was talk about a weird boxing event Tim went to, and I think you were you were right. I should have kept that. That's like oh. <laughs> no, because you oh you didn't know why I I titled it. Yeah, it was, uh, like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just that's beyond yeah, me. That's 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 fucking. That's so bad. Wow, Tim, this is like okay. No wonder you kept this information from him. Like, why wouldn't he just tell me what went down? Like, you know, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't tell you because I wanted this to be real time. I wanted you to. Yeah, that's it. so bad. Um, I feel bad for your friend. Um, that's you know that shouldn't have happened. Um, it was your yeah. first boxing experience, and this is the, the you know the fiasco that you had to go through. That's. That's yeah. so bad. Botchery. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you got you got you got sent out to slaughter by poor training, poor coaching, 
and and just people not caring right people and i know it's i know it's tough to hear you're not going to hear because you're not going to listen to this but for anybody listening that is in that scenario or has a friend doing it or blah 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 take advice from what i am telling you now Mm -hmm. if your own coach is not looking out for you and Mm -hmm. any of these kind of things happen it's not the fighter's fault the fighter is there to fight the fighter like 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 uh lucky lauren said last week or when is this going to be <laughs> like lucky lauren said uh last week <laughs> i i will fight misha tate no matter what weight she comes in. i don't give a shit i'm gonna fight yeah, like, yeah i'm a fighter it. i'm gonna fight but i'll tell you if misha tate comes in 15 pounds heavier i guarantee you her coaches go no lauren we're not yeah. letting you do this right there yeah. there is a line to be drawn yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, yeah, that's good coaching for you, right? If you really looks at the safety of the fighters and making sure you know they're pop, uh, you know, abiding by the rules, mm-hmm. um, they'll you know they'll look into consideration the safety, regardless of the, what the pay is. At the end of the day, health is wealth, right? So, yeah, um, that's yeah, okay, that's just so bad. Uh, I'm sorry that we <laughs> had to go through that. That's like the worst story, boxing story I've ever heard of. Yeah. Uh, you know what she should have just gone outside we could have set something up in scarborough open yeah. that like yeah whoever would come in get knocked anybody, out anybody dude anybody you know who you don't want to fight who this lady oh. Oh. yo you just got him hit by a car i didn't fucking get him you, hit. you just fucking pushed Oh my gosh. Okay. You saw that, right? You've yeah, seen that. I, well, yeah, I saw that. I actually have seen right. that a couple of times and yeah. the deniability. Yo, that lady, <laughs> that lady wrecked that dude. Uh, wow. Be sure to watch our podcast on YouTube or on Spotify for the visual uh, stuff to it. Friends, mm-hmm. very quickly uh, before we end this podcast, let's just talk mm-hmm. quickly about UFC. I can't believe you got the names right. Good Lord. Yeah, right. Oh, man, I practiced. Gamrot versus Sakurian. It's not Sakurian. Yeah, it is, man. Sarukian. Sarukian. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Sakurian sounded so perfect. Though. I know, right? All right, Prince, this is a uh, interesting event that leads into the big pay-per-view. This card is uh, not stacked, but... The first fight on the prelims is Jin Yu Frey, who I love, old Invicta champ, I believe, uh, strawweight fight against Vanessa Demopoulos, Prince. Do you remember mm. our good friend Vanessa Demopoulos? Vanessa Demopoulos. Who's... She is the stripper. Okay. Oh, yes. Ah, yes, yes. Okay. Adult, sorry, I see. how do I say it? Hold on, hold on. You're uh, echoing adult, a little bit loud. Sorry, adult entertainment. Adult. Uh, no, no, no. Hold on. She's not. No, she's not a sex worker. Well, it's, uh, she's, it's a, she's the. No, yeah, no, no. Well, you say that. That's a lot worse. No, she's the. Which, hey, if that's your thing, that's your thing. No, she's the, she's the pole dancer girl, the mm-hmm. one that jumped into Joe Rogan's arms. Yes, yes, anyway, yes, yes. She yes. makes her return against Jin Yu Frey, Prince. What are the odds if she wins? She jumps into the announcer's arms. I think that might be her thing. I think jumping into. Do you think that's her thing? Yeah, I think that might be it. Like maybe okay. people are expecting it now. Okay, so now here's the thing, Prince. If you are the announcer and the UFC says, Prince, we want you to go into the ring and uh, interview Demopolis after she wins. Are you like, 
no man i got a girlfriend i'm not doing this oh or are you a, or are you a true professional you walk in there and then let her hop into your arms where you caress uh where you cradle her during the interview um first off if that was the case i mean i would make sure i have a back brace because you know grabbing somebody mid-air like that is just going to cause back problems but yes right. i would go in there but i would expect it i would be like i'm ready for it and i would even time it with her like okay you let me know when you're going to do the jump because i got to prepare okay. my back and would you tell your significant other prior to doing the event hey there's a chance that this girl's going to jump into my arms i would i would um yeah. inform good consent. call yeah yeah you need a waiver that's uh, it consent and waiver all right so that's that's on the uh prelims uh moving to the main card uh neil magny versus shavkat rachmanov this is a crazy fight dude neil magny is an absolute beast monster it's number 10 versus number 15 uh shavkat is like what 15 and 0 or something yes do you know give me a sec here he's 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 big time man this guy uh does not lose yeah or something right yeah you know what uh no 15 yeah he's 15 and 0 versus neil magny who i mean just refuses to go down dude is a monster 26 and 8 he's on a two fight win streak uh won five of his last six Prince Neil Magny, does he stop the streaking Shavkat? Oh man, this is going to be. A, I know I'm saying that name wrong. A, a barn burner. I think Shavkat's going to take this one. No, um, I don't think he'd be able to stop this guy. This guy has got fire in his hands. He's got bricks for hands. I think he's going to. I don't think Neil's got it. Neil Magny has cardio for days. He is going to knee the crap out of Shavkat's sternum. Mm-hmm. And Neil Magny is going to take this fight. Neil Magny is is a miracle. Like you, people don't realize how good this guy is. I think he's like close to getting records and stuff too for wins in welterweight. Like, mm-hmm. or, or he already has it. He's crazy. The Chavcat. Oh my gosh! Like this guy is. Uh, I know, just, I know. But you've never fought opinion, Neil Magny. Man. All right, uh, we're short on time. We've got the main event: Gamrot, Sarukian. Prince. I am okay. I am pick. going. I am going with Gamrot. He is on a three-fight win streak. Oh, um, yeah. You know what's. You know what. What's also interesting is they're both out of American Top Team, so they're yes. both fighting out of the same gym. So that's yep. actually it's going to be a tough one to. I wonder who's going to be on each other's side. Um, but I think. I think. I think Gamrot's going to take it. I think he's yeah. going to take it by submission. Uh, oh no! You know what? By decision, I say it's going to be by decision. They're both evenly matched. Um, okay. Yeah. What I don't do know that he. I don't know why you say he's at ATT though. I don't have Saruikin at ATT. I have him as um, Team Lionheart. Mm. I don't know what that is. Anyways, uh, he is five wins in a row. <clears throat> Excuse me, five wins in a row. Eighteen and two, uh, coming off two performance of the nights in a row. He uh, missed weight three fights ago. That means he's probably a big boy for welterweight too. Uh, I am going with him. So I am going with Sarukian. Sarukian. Okay. Yeah. And you've got Gamrot? I've got Gamrot. I see. Oh, and then then we're opposed on the other one too because I've got uh, Magni and you've got Shavkat. Yeah, I say, you know what? It's about time we pick different fighters. I think this is time that 
this is actually not bad too. I mean, this card's not as you know star studded, but still like nope. someone's lots of good fights, dude. Just watch it for Neil Magny. Uh, and you've got the pole dancer or Jin Yu Frey. Uh, I say the pole dancer. Pole dancer. Got pole yeah. dancer strength, baby. <laughs> she seems like a really nice person too. Like she really does seem like a nice person. I've been watching videos and interviews and uh, mm -hmm. some of her back catalog. Yeah. Pretty good stuff, man. It's all uh, it's all core. It's all core, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't. You punch her in the stomach. She's just like bang, like just oh! freaking nothing. Uh, Prince, that is it for our podcast today. So thank you again to Jenna Bishop. What a huge treat that was to have her. Jenna like, with an N, with just one N. Legend. Yeah. Princey D, uh, next week, hopefully, Bam Bam Barbarina during fight week. If not, we'll get something else lined up. Mm -hmm. Buddy, is that for me? Yeah, fist bump. Mm. Take care. And uh, thank you for again. thank you again for sharing that story. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I'm sorry for your friend. Um, again, again, end of the story, uh, moral of the story is, you know, don't do stuff without thinking twice about it or getting consult from you. You need a good friend. I don't even know how to explain it, Prince. You need, <laughs> look, anything you do, you're going to buy a car, you're going to fucking buy a video game, you're going to... Um, you know, go for a run, you're going to go cook a, a lasagna, go talk to someone that's done it before and go like, Hey, am I doing this right? Like, like do a little bit of research. Like, like yeah. the Don't fact help. that all those things happen and happened well before the event, there's too many signs that you need to be like thinking like, Hey, wait a second, man. Yeah. No. And after if, the fucking guy is dancing around you and shit. Yeah. In public. Like, that's the other problem. Like, it was enough that I could see it without going through a closed door. Yeah. If you want to do that behind closed doors and try and cheer, okay, cool. But the fact you're doing it outwardly, just, I don't know. Just to me, it's like, you, you, there's no sense of the seriousness of this situation. She could have got fucking hurt. Like, yeah. really fucking hurt. Yeah, guys, any boxing match, anything that has physical contact like that, just don't take it lightly, regardless if you're even wearing the headgear or not. You can no, still get no, the headgear doesn't matter. Shit. Right? So, but guys, again, always get Prince has that. to go get a haircut. That's why he's rushing this. I know everybody wants to hear, but look at that mop. Oh my God. <laughs> Prince, goodbye, buddy. <laughs>